the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is so easy to get our eyes off of Christ and on anything but Him, isn't it? I mean, we even see that with Peter as he walks on the water. It only takes but a moment to get his eyes off of Christ and on things that don't matter. He lost his focus. And that's what we're looking at here today on Way of Grace with Pastor Jesse Gastan. Welcome to our program. Today, we are taking a look at Genesis chapter 3, verses 20 through chapter 4 and verse 15, overcoming this focus trap. Part of our series, Arise, Move and Go. Here's Pastor Jesse. Feelings come and feelings go. Feelings are so fleeting. Nothing but the word of God is really worth believing. The word of the Lord is right. All of his works, all of his works are done in truth. Forever is his word settled in heaven and God's word will never fail you. It is an anchor to the soul. It'll keep you when the wind blow. It will be a strong tower to hold your spirit in the time of trouble. And it's pathetic here that Cain now is negotiating Abandoning God because God doesn't want to buy into this postmodern foolishness. See, Cain brought the works of his own hands. He brought garlic and onions and potatoes and sweet potatoes and greens and all that to God. And when God says, "Ah, that's cool, (laughs) you're missing something. Are you with me? He says, cool, you're missing something. In fact, he says, he went over there. See, it it wasn't but four people in church. Adam, Eve, Cain. Now, all Cain had to do was look over there and see what they brought, and then he would have got the clue. But no. He wanted to separate himself and distinguish himself and make himself different from everybody else. This is what's going on in our culture with this madness of divide and conquer. I'm different than you. I'm better than you. We're better than them. They are better than the other people. All of that is a bunch of BS. You do know it, right? See, Cain stopped reading his Bible. No, I know there was no Bibles at that time, but the Bible was inherent in the practice. Cain stopped believing his mom and daddy when they told him, Cain, we're sinners. Cain, we're sinners. And when you worship God, you got to come to him with something that reflects what God approves of. I'm not there yet, but you know where I'm going. 
Well, Cain wanted God to respect his person when Cain wouldn't respect God's person. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. That's where a lot of religious folk are today. They want, folk want God to respect them, but they won't respect him. Point number two, then the mercy of God who comes to you and he says, I see and I care. Point number three, I would say to Cain, once again, Cain, you need to move from self to Christ. Did y'all get that? We used to teach this years ago when folks really could endure sound doctrine. Y'all can't endure sound doctrine today. But we used to teach this years ago. There's only two steps you need to make to get saved. Out of self and into Christ. And that's how you come to know God's mercy. That's how you get saved. Out of yourself and into Christ. Out of yourself and into Christ. That's how you get saved. That's how God begins to draw you in, out of yourself and into Christ. Apparently, Cain's parents and little brother knew that, right? Out of self into Christ. And this is what you and I have to ask every day. Am I in myself today or am I in Christ? And particularly, you need to ask that on Sunday morning. Because on Sunday morning, either you bring in the Holy Ghost to church Are you bringing the devil? Please hear me now. The devil never walks in the door by himself. Church folk bring him. Read your Bible. The devil never ever showed up anywhere where he didn't have his eye on somebody. Ask Brother Job. This is why Jesus said the one that's hanging out with us, he's a son of perdition. Because he always let the devil in. See, if you're serious about worshiping God, you're not going to let the devil in. Are y'all hearing me? Right. When you come to church, you better come ready to do what Cain wasn't ready to do. We're going to go there in a moment, okay? When you, when you come to church, you're all jacked up. Now you can come. We're not saying don't come. Come, but be ready for something to die. If you come, drag that devil in and say, there he is. There he is. There he is. There he is, there he is. Get him, elders. Get him, elders. Get him, strong sisters. Get him, because I'm trying to be saved. I'm not right, and he's one of the causes of it. But you don't bring him in here like he has fellowship with God, because you'll tear the church up if you had your way. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. A lot of families bring the devil to church with them. So there you go, Pastor. I'm just telling you, this year 2023, we got to fix some stuff. Families think that they can be fighting like hell and then come on up in the church and get a real blessing. Y'all need to be killing devils on the way to church. Am I telling the truth? Because you don't get anything out of the message, especially if God is really using me. You're going to hate that message that day. Because God is not going to let you think that he doesn't see God wants, you heard my elder say it, he's preparing a bride that's going to be without spot and blemish. You can play games with all you want to, but the reality is he's espoused a woman who will be viewed as a chaste virgin unto Christ on that day. That has everything to do with sound orthodoxy. That is the right message and allegiance to that message from the heart. Am I making some sense? All right. 
So let me share something with you before we really unpack this. Under point number three, moving from self to Christ, how do we do that? Three fundamental ways. Are you there? By faith in the pattern. By faith in the pattern. Y'all know the pattern. You know the hoopadon. You know the pattern from Genesis to Revelation. You know that God will never accept any kind of worship from us apart from it patterning the death, burial, and resurrection of his son. You know that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. You know that unless you and I are coming to God on the grounds of Christ's righteousness, he must reject us. It's not by works of righteousness. So you and I cannot be coming with our own nice little modes of, of self-assessment. And so, you know, I think God would really like my singing today. <laughs> he would really like, and a lot of people really try to do it with the offering. Others like to do it with other kinds of service. But allegiance to the truth claims of the gospel in the heart. See, that's what God is asking for. That's why he warns us out of the heart proceeds every manner of evil. This is why the gospel mandates and accomplishes taking out the stony heart, putting in the heart of flesh. Because what God wants from you and me is truth. Am I making some sense? It's very important for us to get that. So I want to share something with you here. By faith in the pattern, what does that mean? All Cain had to do was understand how worship was done by Mama uh, Adam, uh, Mama Eve, and Daddy Adam. Because they brought a flock. Because they had been taught by God. When God brought them back, remember, God condemned their sin. He didn't condemn them. He covered them. And once he covered them, he sent them on out. It's time they hit the road, Jack, because God ain't going to have snakes in his house. But now they're going to be, every family got to deal with snakes. That's the message I closed out last week. But God has an answer for snakes and it's a lamb. God has an answer for snakes and it's a lamb. The Lamb of God, which takes away the sins of the world. He is also the Lion of the tribe of Judah. And he puts his, head, his foot on the head of the snake and sets you free. Am I making sense? God has an answer for snakes and it's a lamb. I know that's oxymoronic, but we believe that God's weakness is greater than man's strength. It's the Lamb of God that makes you and I right with God. It's the person and work of Christ accomplishing our redemption all by himself and imputed to us freely by grace through what? Faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Guess who believed that? Abel believed that. Abel believed that. And now his brother is jealous because Abel was willing to admit he's a sinner. Cain said, I'm not that bad. Have y'all ever met people like that? I'm not that bad. You should say to them, but don't, don't, don't pay no attention to what I'm about to say. You should say to them, no, you're not that bad. You way worse. (laughs) Don't you say that. You can think it, don't say it. You can tell them, well, I'm worse than you. I need a savior. I'm worse than you. I need a real savior. 
So he must first move from self to Christ by faith in the pattern. The pattern was laid out to Cain by his parents. They could have told him, God is the one that seeks us. We don't seek him. Give him glory. God is the one that judges our sin. We can't judge our sin. Give him glory. God is the one that solves our problem by covering our nakedness with a coat of skin that required the death of an animal that pointed to Jesus Christ, the lover of our soul. God is the one that can move us from a situation of condemnation into blessing and help us keep it moving. That's why he said, arise, move and go, because they had a mission to fill the world with children. Now they got to do it in a fourfold mode. They got to do it by working. They got to do it by worship. They got to do it by pattern, because now as sinners saved by grace, Adam and Eve have to teach Cain and Abel what it means to live a sanctified life when you are simultaneously righteous and what? Y'all keeping up with me. See, listen, you got to explain to your children, we not in glory yet. Because they trying to figure out why you telling them what to do and you ain't doing it. That'll come home in a minute. Well, what? You telling me. You tell, you, you know how we, we, you don't have to ever be angry. Just always be happy. What a bunch of crock. What a bunch of crock. You have to explain to them your inconsistencies, your incongruencies, your weaknesses and your failures. And you got to you got to that's your job. You are a teaching priest, mama and daddy in the home. You got to persuade them that there is a reasonable, rational revelation as a remedy for why we do what we do. And his name is Jesus. Had Cain had Jesus as his identity, he wouldn't have been fighting with God. Do y'all hear me? All right. I'm going to share with you a couple more things so you can capture this. So then sub point B, he can move from self to Christ by repentance from the pride of trusting his works. Do you know when you are managing your own righteousness, that's a consequence of pride. Particularly when God told you, you don't have to do that to be right with me. But then you'll set out to still bring about a compilation of some kind of good works. Lord, will you accept this? Will you accept that? Will you accept the other thing? Am I making some sense? And God won't accept it. He won't ever accept anything that does not correspond to what he has already mandated to be accepted. He won't ever. Can you imagine God rejecting his son for your works? Can you imagine God who loved us enough to give us his only begotten son and put him on a cross and pour out the wrath of God on him and slay him under a just judgment that had us all headed to hell. And he raised him again from the dead on the third day because he was pleased with his son. And then he offers to us his righteousness. And we go, no, we want to bring you our righteousness. See what I'm getting at? And, and think about how calm God is when he comes to Cain. Cain, why are you angry, man? That's my interpretation. Why? What's going on, bro? See what I'm saying? Because that's the way the Holy Spirit works. The Holy Spirit is loud in worship and quiet in person. He's loud in the preaching and quiet 
when he's with you. The parakaleos, the parakletos is one who is right on the side of you. He doesn't have to scream. And he's trying to nudge you into submission and obedience because you're a child of God. Am I making some sense? And so this is what we've got going on here. Cain is fundamentally rejecting the gospel. And not only the gospel in terms of his objective paradigm seen in the offering of the sacrifices and his parents, but God's coming to him. And notice what God said again in verse five, uh, verse seven. Cain, if you do that, which is right, you'll be accepted. In other words, Cain knew what was right. God didn't have to do what I'm doing with you talking to you for an hour about what's going on in that text. Do you know when you and I are sinning against God in the depth of our soul, we know what we're doing? When you stand before God on that last day, you will never be able to say before God, I didn't know. He will pull back all of the firewalls, all of the veils, all of the forms of distraction, all the distortions that you allow to create in your mind, gymnastics against the truth. You know how we justify ourselves. God's going to cut the lights on completely. And when he speaks, he will prevail. No word will stand in God's sight. The whole world will become guilty before God when he lays out his law. He will convince everyone of sin. You might as well admit your sin now and stand on the grounds of Christ's righteousness. Because on that, on that day, you won't have a righteousness to stand on. The Bible's clear. Cain blew a beautiful opportunity. There are 12 things I want you to quickly capture before we deal with our last one. I'll let you go. 12 things. What does Isha and Cain have in common? Isha and Cain. She named her boy Cain. And Cain in the Hebrew literally means possessor. Just take, hold on to that for a moment. Possessor. The implications are very, uh, varied. One of them is that the land of Canaan derives from the term Cain, and it's the land of possession. Now, don't you just massage that. We're not going deep, but it's very clear to me. Remember, I taught you recapitulation. I taught you how that when God helps us see an event down the line, that event comes again, like with the children of Israel, when they came out of Egypt in chapter 16, this is only about a month in, they're starving for water, complaining and moaning and grunting and all that. And God gave them water out of a rock. Right. Well, they get down 38 years later and they do the same thing. And Moses has to do it all over again. But you notice in those events, while there are similarities, there are major differences. Haven't I taught you that? That's what recapitulation is about. You have a paradigm. They're thirsty. God provides water. Here they go again. They're thirsty. God provides water. But God gives distinct uh, instructions different the second time than the first time because he expects us to know better the second time, even though he's going to repeat the same blessing. And it's the same thing going all the way down the scriptures. You remember the situation with Abraham wanting to tell Sarah, you need to be my sister right now. Now, remember that sister Sarah. And then Isaac does the thing with Rebecca, sister Rebecca. Right. But if you look at those accounts, they're slightly different because we're advancing forward. The same thing is going on here. And I want you to capture this before we deal with our last point and go home. Here it is. What does Isha and Cain have together? What does Isha, the word means woman, and the one who is called the possessor have in common? One, they fell into a focus trap. We already proved that, right? They fell into a focus trap. 
Now, the focus trap that they fell into, one, Eve, or Isha at that time, fell into the focus trap of the wrong tree. Cain fell into the focus trap of the wrong worship. I just want y'all to tie that down. Eve was distracted by the devil. Isha was distracted by the devil because that's what his work is to distract you because her goal was to make a beeline to the tree of life. And before she could get there, the devil interrupted her. Am I making some sense? And she bought the distraction. God says every tree of the garden you could freely eat. Even the tree of life. Now, had Adam and Eve eaten of the tree of life, we'd all be better for it. Because the tree of life would have locked them into a immutable state of sinlessness and kind begetting kind, meaning the children would have come out sinless. But she focused on the wrong tree because the devil loves to distract you. Keep up with me. And then Cain did the same thing. He focused on the wrong worship. Number two, it was rooted in covetousness on both of their parts. Eve was instigated to covet a tree that God said, don't covet. Am I making some sense? Thou shalt not. Thank you. There's one person in the house that knows the Ten Commandments, at least one commandment. And Cain also coveted his own good works. Here's why. Please think, saints, thanks. I only got about 10 minutes to go. The, the options were there, weren't they? The true worship was there and then false worship was there. Cain was given an opportunity to choose the true worship and he chose the false worship. He's without excuse too, just like his mama. Number three, they both rejected their resources. They both rejected their resources. You know what that means? Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, you let every word be established. Would you agree with that? Now, the reason why you seek counsel is because you don't know everything. The reason you seek counsel is because you don't know everything. Secondly, you seek counsel when God has graced you to be humble. You don't know everything. And you don't want to make a bad choice in this situation. Now, there's some times we're going to make bad choices. You got to know how to calculate that. But if you can actually get advice out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, some folks that know a little bit more than you, some folks down the line, people you can trust. because You can't trust everybody today. You got to find somebody you can trust. You don't want, you know, shenanigans. You don't want crooks. You don't want, you know, ruffians. You don't want liars counseling because they'll, they'll jack you up. That's, you might as well still be talking to the snake. You get people who fear God, hate covetousness, and love truth. You want people with integrity to tell you the truth, even if it hurts. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. Remember I told you the reason why Isha, that is the woman, couldn't defeat Satan when she mounted an attack with him uh, uh, by the word of God. She said, don't eat of it. Don't even touch it. It's because she was by herself. And it's out of the mouth of two or three witnesses where the word is established. That's why Jesus sends them out two by two. 
And that's why he told the Jews, I'm not by myself. My daddy is with me. He's the one bearing witness of the works. Not only my father, but John the Baptist. Not only John the Baptist who said, behold, the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. He's here now. He's the one that's fulfilling all scripture. But the Holy Ghost as well was the witness of Jesus. This is why he could say, who of you can convince me of sin? I'm not coming by myself. I'm not coming for myself and I'm not coming with myself. I don't need salvation. I'm here to save y'all. And you dare rise up and say something about what I'm doing as if God is not with me. Who has ever done what Jesus had done if God wasn't with him? Am I making some sense? Right. So the problem with Eve and Cain is the problem with a lot of us when we let the devil separate us from God. In our pride, we won't seek counsel. And on that note, we will close out today's broadcast of Way of Grace with Pastor Jessica Stand, the ministry of Grace Bible Church right here in Hayward. If you have questions about our broadcast, maybe you would like to spend some time with us worshiping the Lord. We would love to see you. You can get all of that information and reach out to us through our website at grace-bible.com. That's grace-bible.com. Listen to past sermons as well as guest preachers. Again, at our website, grace-bible.com. We'll even let you have any of the notes, sermon notes, that are available from these sermons as well. Again, there's an awful lot of resource material available at our website, grace-bible.com. If you'd like to reach out to us by phone, our number is 510-886-9782. That's 510-886-9782. Sunday services here at the church are at 1030. Friday evening Bible study is at 6.30, Tuesday prayer and Bible study again at 6.30, directions and information again at our website grace-bible.com or by calling 510-886-9782. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry as we reach out to the Bay Area and the world (laughs) on the World Wide Web? We do so because we are linking arms with other listeners such as yourself. This is a listener-supported ministry. Your gifts, no matter the size and no matter the volume, are great help as we continue this ministry called Way of Grace. Consider that as you reach out to us and join us again next time for another broadcast of Way of Grace with Pastor Jessica Stan. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.